in the footsteps of Jesus from, from down under. I'm very happy for you that uh, you tune in with us today for a special occasion and uh, I've got uh, special guests with me today. Would you like to introduce yourselves, please? Yeah, I'm Pastor Lee and I'm an Adventist pastor and uh, today I have a really good friend and uh, her name is Amanda. How are you, Amanda? Very good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Very, very happy to have you with us here. And I'm looking forward to stay with us and uh, you'll be able to hear, uh, as we mentioned at the beginning, amazing stories, good music and uh, a message from the Lord too. Pastor Lee, please just uh, talk us through to this uh, experience which you have got with uh, Amanda. Sure. The first time I met Amanda, um, Amanda, you were in a a very dark place. Yes, I was. Mm. You were in a lot of trouble, and you were um, life was not good for you. No, no, it wasn't. And yet, when I I see you now, I see a a beautiful smile on your face. I see a life that has meaning and hope. Mm. And a life that now has direction and a future. Yes. I'm wondering whether you may be able to share with us what actually happened in, you know, from when I first met you to where you are now. I'd be more than happy to. Um, this isn't a, a feeling that I thought that I would ever experience a feeling of of happiness, a feeling of hope, a feeling of peace and a feeling of love. Going through, well, looking back actually, this is a feeling that was something I was longing for, something that was missing in my life and I look back to when I was quite young, it takes me back many, many years and I was I was always looking for acceptance and that's not something that I experienced from a young child. When I was quite young I actually had my my trust broken from a young girl. So going through life I would go through school trying to to find accept acceptance. I wanted to fit in mm -hmm. and they went through I went through countless times of of bullying of of name calling there was times where I would come into school and you know I wanted to fit in I wanted to wear what the other girls were wearing I wanted to wear my hair the way they had their hair and I wanted someone to to accept me for who I was um but I'd don't think I knew who I was. Um, having your trust broken from a young child, I had shattered confidence and mistrust where I couldn't I couldn't trust anybody, and so I was pretty confused as as a child. So um, I was I was focusing. I wasn't focused on school at all. I was more more concerned about whether or not people would accept me. But instead, I got I got. I got bullied, which was, which affected my confidence more and more. So as as I got older, and I was uh, went through primary school and went through high school, and um, 
So, yeah, I ended up falling into deep depression and I ended up self-harming um, just to escape from the world that I was, I was struggling in. And I realised that um, I needed... I needed hope and that's not something that I had but I was I was scared to reach out I not knowing who to trust I was actually scared to reach out so um, that fell into a bit of a cycle for a bit and I started um, I had an addiction to marijuana which I, I got stuck in for um, for many years um, so I sort of hung hung there for a little bit and and knew deep down that I needed hope. I needed to reach out, but I was very ashamed of who I was, who I'd become, and I didn't have a lot of confidence. So, um, were you, were, Amanda, were you afraid to trust at that time? Yes, coming coming back to to confidence, having no confidence, I didn't know who who I could. If people would accept me if I reached out, whether or not they would judge me or not, mm. yeah. So, okay. um, I remember one night I was I, I was at pretty wit's end. There was there was either two two choices that I could make. It was either I could end my life from this misery, um, or I could just bite the bullet and reach out. And I thought, well, I've been judged many times before. I've gone through bullying. I think I, I'm I'm tough enough to to take that plunge and actually reach out. Mm. So I prayed. It's not something that that I I had done for for a while, but I got down on my knees. I looked at the horrible life around me. Um, I was in the midst of of depression and addiction. I got down on my knees and. I prayed through tears and I just said, please, God, remove me from this life. It's out of my hands and I don't know what to do. And what happened? Um, not too long after that, actually, God provided a series of events to happen that actually removed me from that life, a life that I could actually say goodbye to. And I ended up in a place where I was, I was safe, that I felt loved, and I'm so thankful and blessed to be where I am now. And that's not something that I didn't think was I didn't think that was possible. Mm. And I guess you could call me a prodigal daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, it was it was great to have that feeling of of acceptance, that that feeling that I wanted to feel from a young child. Um, I I reached out to to you to mm. to you. I jumped on the phone, and we 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 started Bible studies, and that was the beginning of the next part of my life. Mm. I know that. When you called me and I, we discussed things, the first time I went to meet you was in a house where you were living up in mm, Elizabeth. That's right. And things were not good there for you. No, they weren't. Um, life was very, very hard. Mm. And the relationships that you were in. Mm. Yes, I was in a very, yeah. very, it wasn't, 
um, a place that I could get out of too easy. There was there was um, a lot of controlling, so mm. I, I had I had limited things that I could do. I didn't have control over my life solely. Mm. So and so there was a level of of abuse yeah. on your life. That's right. Yeah. I noticed that, and I knew that. You wanted out of that. I did, desperately, <laughs> desperately. I was at wit's ends. <laughs> I needed a lifeline. <laughs> I remember that day I, you didn't feel as though, you know, you were good enough or that you'd been diminished in your sense of who you were to a point where you felt that you weren't good enough for someone to care about. Mm. Um, and I shared with you the story of the prodigal son yes that i talked about the prodigal father and his love mm. for you as a prodigal that daughter. hit home for me yeah really and i did. remember that day tears coming down your face mm. out of your eyes and you felt that god had even a place for you mm. um no matter what your life had been involved in mm. and yeah i could see your desire, but I didn't see you for a long time after that. No. You went back into that life? Mm. What happened for the next few months? Um, I actually had to try and find safe safe options. I had to mm. I had to trust in God. There was things that I had to do in myself that I realized. I, I had this this feeling of belonging I had a feeling of of peace, and that's what I needed to do. And this is that's what I needed to feel, to to take the next steps in my life, mm. and that was making changes in myself. I got myself to where I where I got to, um, and also I needed to find better ways of thinking and. And you, you helped me um, mm. to be able to to see things different and telling me that story of the prodigal son that helped me feel a sense of, of belonging. Mm. It gave me a sense of peace and that what was overriding my life at that time didn't have control over me anymore. Mm. So I think after you left that day, I had piercings all over my face. I felt convicted to just remove them all. I thought, well, if I'm the the child of God and he loves me so much, why should I have all these things all over me, all over my body? You know, I don't deserve that. And I remember sitting there in front of the mirror and taking out each piercing one by one and... Um, the drugs that I was using at the time, I did not look at them. And I, I remember people that were in my life at that time, they couldn't understand why I wasn't doing the things that they were doing. Mm. And What did you say to them? I said to them that I don't need it anymore. I don't mm. need to use um, drugs anymore to make me feel better. I had a, I had a different, a different feeling over me, a feeling mm. of peace and, and happiness and those drugs that I was using weren't going to give me the feeling that God had given me that day. Mm-hmm. And if I can just uh, ask you, Amanda, have you realized at that time that you are starting to, to walk in the footsteps of Jesus? That's, that's the first time that I realized and experienced the love of Jesus. 
that he was with me all the time after that. You know, I could walk away from that knowing that I was I would never be alone. That um, that I had a friend that I could count on no matter what. So after that, it was a new chapter for me. Mm. And yes, I was in a really dark place, but I felt so different inside. And the one thing that I could do, and I had a I had a little a little cross hanging in my room, and um, I actually got it out and I put it around my neck because I wanted people to see what Christ had done for me in my life, and I wanted to feel a sense of of belonging to Him. And I'm not saying that the cross gave me that feeling, but it was the closest feeling that I had because He died for me. I'm very happy to uh, to hear your story and please stay with us, our listeners, because this is an amazing story. We are going to take a short break and Amanda uh, has been told me about a song which she likes. I would like to play that song and you'll be back telling us more about your story. I hope please, you enjoy. <laughs> yeah, please stay with us and here's the song. It's called Lord, I Need You and Oh, How Much I Need You. Bowing here, I find my rest And without you, I fall apart You're the one that guides my heart Cannot stand, I'll fall on you 
Jesus, you're my hope and stay. And when I cannot stand, I'll fall on you. In the footsteps of Jesus. An amazing story today with Amanda. Amanda, thank you very much for sharing with us. You're very welcome. And please tell us more about your uh, walk with Jesus. Amanda, um, what I noticed in your life as you were listening to God was that you wanted to follow him and you wanted to listen to his spirit in a way that would be true to your relationship with him. Mm. It seemed to be very important to you to honor God for what he had done for you. Mm. How is that, you know, how did that come about for you? Because once you were listening to a different spirit Mm. and all of a sudden you turned to a Holy Spirit. I instantly felt so different and I thought this is so different to the way that I was feeling before and I knew that this had to be God, that this was the Holy Spirit talking to me. And I just, I remember thinking, and I I probably said this, um, that I was so desperate to, to leave that world behind, that the feelings that I'd been feeling, this, this feelings of acceptance that just got me caught up in, in a horrible place. I remember thinking and probably saying that whatever you want to do with me, God, please just lead me and I'm here, I'm listening. I, I could hear, hear God, I could mm-hmm. hear the Holy Spirit. And it just gave me a sense of peace, nothing that I'd ever felt before. And this is coming from someone (laughs) using marijuana. People use marijuana to relax. And this wasn't a feeling that I got from that. This was was a different feeling of peace. And I knew this was the Holy Spirit inside me. Mm. So it was that peace that came into your heart that helped you to know that this was the right spirit to listen to. That's right. The other, the other spirit was, was, you know, I was self, self-harming. I was angry. I was 
frustrated, I was confused, and I knew that everything that went along with that came with um, body piercings and, and tattoos and drugs and alcohol, everything to, um, to, to numb those feelings. And that's why instantly I just ran into the room and I started taking out all my piercings one by one. I didn't want to be part of that life. Yeah, I, I didn't ask you to do that. No, you didn't. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I think I surprised you. Yeah, I I think, yeah, I didn't hardly know. When I saw you, I thought, who's this? You look so different. (laughs) You, me. (laughs) Yeah, and and you actually, I understand, worked in that world? I was a body piercer. You were a body piercer. Yes. So people came to you and and you, you would pierce their body with different things. Yeah, body, body piercings became part of my life. It came with pain, it came with who, who I was at the time. And because I, I enjoyed the sensation of, of body, of piercing, that I actually wanted to do it myself to, um, to people who were also trapped in, in that, that world that I could understand and maybe relate to them. Mm. But now I wanted to represent something completely different and yeah. I didn't I think I think um experiencing the Holy Spirit in my life and the power of the Holy Spirit shook me up so much that I began to realize the fear of God and I I didn't want to be part of of a world that that was only going to bring people misery after feeling feelings mm. of happiness. So it's like a whole new life change. Yes. A new life. A new life. Yeah, and I can see it all over your face. I can't, you can't rub this smile off my face. <laughs> and and it's, in, it's interesting that um, you mentioned about the happiness in this world and how people are uh, uh, looking for, uh, you know, that lifestyle to be happy. And in the end, um, the day passed by and you feel yourself empty and you feel yourself with no achievements and just, you know, I wonder, how did you replace that fake, I will say, happiness which this world offered you mm. with a happiness which comes from knowing Jesus? At the end of the day, Jesus accepts me for who I am. And it doesn't matter if I, I failed at something that day or if I didn't get something right. Um, he accepts me as I am and he loves me so much and I guess if I was looking for that from somebody else I would be yelled at or I'd probably be made somebody upset by not meeting a goal or achievement or doing something right but Jesus says come as you are and he accepts me for that Mm. Wonderful Mm. Amanda, one of the strange things one day that you asked me to do for you was to go with you and up to your old home and you told me that say Paul the the, uh, police would be present Mm. to make sure it was safe for us to go into that place and you said I want you to come and help me pack all of my things Mm. Um, and we did that together all day 
Yes, I'm so <laughs> thankful for that. I didn't want to go back there by myself and I thought, who am I going to call? And I called a close friend that I could trust very much. Yeah, so and so, you. yeah, that was a pleasure. And yet something <laughs> happened at the beginning of that day which I found dynamic in the way that God gave us something which was like an amazing it was an amazing answer to prayer mm. you remember that yes i do would you like to share about that yes i i had more than what i realized i needed and i needed to to pack i needed to pack a lot a lot of things that i'd carried with me year after year and I remember thinking, what am I going to do? I looked at Lee and I said, what am I going to do with all this stuff? And I needed, I needed boxes, boxes, boxes. Mm, big boxes. And I thought, oh, I did not know what, where I was going to get them from. I had probably six boxes available, which wasn't even going to do half of what I had. And I remember, and I, we we prayed about it. We did. We 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 yeah. prayed about it. This was this was the new way of approaching things, rather than me getting stressed out or or. So we didn't worry about no. it. We we asked. We said, God, you are the one who knows where these boxes are. That's right. Um, yeah. Please bring them into our life now. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We were desperate. We needed boxes, so we thought we turned to God and. Do you remember what we did next? Yeah, we we went out the front door. Yeah, we went out the front door. Because <laughs> we, I, we were I, looking for them. I said to you, well, God knows where they are, so I'll just wait out here on the footpath to get them. That's and right. I think you thought I was a bit crazy at that time. And I thought, I thought, wow, okay, <laughs> well, let's let's see how this is going to turn out. <laughs> and you went inside and you kept packing and... And then all of a sudden, straight opposite the house, yeah, three big roller doors went up mm. <laughs> and three people walked out of those roller doors with sack trucks and, they, and those sack trucks were loaded with boxes. Mm. That's right. <laughs> and I walked across the road and I said to those people, um, are you going to do anything with those boxes? They said, no, we're going to crush them and wreck them. And I said, I think they're for us. We need them. And you are an answer to prayer. Yeah, and they looked yeah. at me like I was from another planet. <laughs> and they said, will you, um, I, I said, will you be willing to bring them over to the house? And so they brought them over and they put them out the front in the yard. And then I called you to come out and have a look. I thought, oh, what's, what's happened? And I walked out the front and we were inundated with boxes. We had more boxes than what we <laughs> knew what to do with. So it was, yeah, such an answer to prayer. And God answered our prayer so, so quickly. So it was, it was amazing to see it him was. in action. Yeah. <laughs> it sure was. That's wonderful how, um, how God, uh, leads us you know once mm. we mm. decide to give our heart to the lord he will just take us amazingly you know in his footsteps you know mm. uh, amanda our time is um, coming to you know to to a close you know but mm. oh i wonder if you have a message for the 
young people and not so young people, people who are going through similar situation like yours, what would you say to them? Now, sure. I would like to invite you for another session. Uh, Be happy to come back. Okay, but just, yeah, <laughs> if you like to share something with uh, our listeners, that sure, would be great. Sure. So I just want to tell anybody who, who is listening um, and share with you that if you are out there and you're you're struggling and you're going through a hard time or you're looking to be accepted, you're, you're, you could be at wit's end like I was and having to make a decision of um, ending your own life or reaching out. It doesn't matter who, who you are or what you've gone through. God is there and he's waiting for you to come to him. So I, I invite you to go somewhere where it's quiet, where you can be by yourself and just get down on your knees like I did and watch God do the rest. And he will give you the peace and the happiness that he's given to me. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much, uh, Amanda. And thank you, Pastor Lee, for bringing Amanda here. And that last thing, you know, which you, you said, I think it's so powerful. We don't need to go to the end of the world or to find uh, um, some time to find help who knows where the first thing is to go on our knees mm, that's right and that's powerful mm. I, I will i will just treasure that thought you know because it's so powerful to go on our knees and ask god and he will lead us and he will send us the right people at the right time yes, he will. with full of boxes yes. and <laughs> so on you know right. uh, it's amazing and thank you very much for sharing your uh, your uh, story part of your story a little bit of yes, your story with yes. us and as yes. i as i said we are so uh, happy to have you back uh, sometime thank you this is in the footsteps of jesus please stay with us i've got a little song for you to finish off but stay for the next section which is give me the bible with len <laughs> 